What's up? Welcome to the weekly drop episode seven. Yeah. What's up? My name is Erica. My name is Michael. And we are best friends who date. We live together. All that good stuff. If you want to follow us on Instagram and not if you want to, you actually should. It's at the weekly drop pod. That's P-O-D. And then you can follow us on Facebook at the weekly drop. And we don't really have much of a recap from last week. So we're just going to drop it like it's hot. Jump right into it. Yeah. You want to kick this off? You want me to take it away? I literally didn't even know he had an album coming out. So, so. Offset, one third of the Migos, is dropping his sophomore album called Set It Off. And that's going to be coming out. Uh, oh, and let's preface this by saying we are actually recording uh, at a different time this week because the album comes out tomorrow. And normally this would already have been out when we record. So we probably would have listened to it and the whole thing. So tomorrow, Offset is dropping his sophomore album. And it's called Set It Off. There's going to be 21 tracks. So another long album. Features are going to be including Lotto, Travis Scott, Future, Cardi B, Don Tolliver, Chloe, and many, many more. Chloe Bailey? Yes. Nice. So that's an interesting tandem there. But um, what are your thoughts on all these long albums that continue to just keep coming out? I mean, if they're good tracks, then like make the whole album long. But I get bored after a while. And I feel like a lot of them are pretty similar to each other. So for me, I'll probably skip around or if somebody listens to it beforehand, I'll kind of go off of what they do. And also, obviously, since I work in radio, any like top 40 hits or something like that, I'll be like, oh, I like that song. Um, But my attention span isn't that grand. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned it because no disrespect to you, but this is a common thing that people talk about now. And they say that everyone has a TikTok timetable on their brains Mm -hmm. and it's basically like three seconds and you're out. So... If you really want some catchy songs, you got to grab the attention quick, but then you need to do it over and over again. And I feel like for particular artists, they kind of have a repetitive sound. So how are you going to do that over 21 tracks? I don't know, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I feel like I understand what you're saying about the TikTok thing, but I feel like for me is that I zone out a lot, like constantly which might not be good, but I (laughs) don't do it while you're driving. Yeah. So I zone out a lot and then I'll realize like I went from song six to like song 11 and then I'm like, wait, what did I just listen to? So it does have to like kind of keep you entertained and keep you excited for the next one. That's why I love uh, Scarlet because every song was so different and so good. And I'll never stop talking about it. <laughs> uh, I am I am very excited for this upcoming album by Offset. Um, his first album was pretty good. Uh, this one is the first album he's put out since uh, Takeoff passed away. So interested to see kind of what he does there. And I've heard two tracks that have leaked out early on uh, Twitter, social media, the whole nine. And there's one with Travis that sounds absolutely insane. And then there's one that sounds very melodic with Don Tolliver. So I think he's going to do the right thing. I mean, he's got his boo thing on there with Cardi. So we'll see what happens. Do you think it's weird that he doesn't have a song with Quavo? I do. But also I don't because they've been going back and forth. And Quavo's album, I don't remember, so don't quote me on it. But I don't believe he actually had Offset on his album. So don't really expect there to be kind of an exchange there Hmm, little tip for tat but unfortunately i feel like this album is going to be overshadowed by something much 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 larger what el conejo is dropping el conejo malo (gasps) see bad bunny yep when that's going to be friday so thursday at midnight that's usually what everyone does and it's titled nadie sabe lo que va a pasar mañana Okay, you did, you did, okay. You want to know the direct translation for our English folk? Yes. It's going to be, nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. On God. And that is a fact. Bars. He started the album with a bar. Yeah, right off rip, (laughs) off rip. So the album trailer actually looks pretty insane. He's got like mafia style and you're like, oh, he's, he might be on to something. Like bullet train. Yeah, yeah, it looks just like that. And then just when you think that things can't get any better, it pans to him and he shaved his hair completely buzz cut again, like back when he was Trap Bunny. <laughs> Ooh. I, is that when uh, Un Verano Sin, Sin Ti came out? No, so that came out with his like new flair style, like the backwards hat curly hair. Yeah. Um, which I was I was about to talk about that as well and just note how, how many hits were on that album between uh, Mi Porto Bonito, Party. Yeah, I mean, you said you wanted to name them. Yeah, I know. I blinked. <laughs> I wrote it on my paper and then I lost my paper. Titi me pregunto. 
and uh, Después de la Playa. Ah, that's the banger. The jammies. Well, I'm excited. I mean, yeah, I'm excited. I think he puts out hits. Obviously, he made, I think, over double-digit million bucks on his stadium tours that he did. He ended up performing twice in Orlando and sold out both nights. I mean, Puerto Ricans in Orlando, you know the vibes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, um, I believe he was the the highest uh, grossing tour until the weekend came mm-hmm. in and then Taylor came in and like Beyonce came in. So it was like everyone was just one upping each other. But for a while there, he did hold the record and he had a number one album for a very long time. So, so he started this whole game out. Yeah. Basically. So it's all back to him. Well, I'm excited. And then we just found out he's on Drake's label. Yeah. So Bad Bunny's OVO. And that took me by surprise. That Someone said that, well, it was Birdman that said it, not just someone, but he said that Bad Bunny has been like under the table signed for seven years to OVO, which if he is, that means they're getting residuals for everything he does, which is why that Mandrake is rolling in money. That's crazy. So that, I mean, I don't know. I'm surprised you didn't know that because you're such a Drake fan and you do like Bad Bunny. So when you were, you were shocked like the other day when you told me you're like, what? He signed to OVO? Yeah, I had no idea. And it's a little confusing because all of his albums, they're not put out under October's very own, the label. They're just put out under his. So I don't know. But I don't really know what to think about it. It's just kind of a random random fact of the day, I guess. Cool. Well, I'm excited for his comeback. And hopefully, just like Un Verano Sin Ti, he has a ton of hits because that album was like, that yeah. was it. Well, you're definitely not going to be deprived of songs because there's 22 on his See, album. So here we go again with the long album. These albums. people want to make movies. Yep, they sure do. Well, he was in a he movie. He would make a very good movie. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. He was in Bullet Train. Yeah. So, cool. <laughs> Song of the week. Oh, snap. What did I even pick? Hold on. I got to turn my paper over. Okay. Um, I have to go first. Yeah, because mine is, uh, as promised from last episode, I'm doing a full breakdown. Yeah, but not for an hour. No, we'll keep it short. <laughs> we'll keep it short. We'll keep it short. Okay, my song of the week, I'm going to give somebody a shout out for it because every time I hear the song, I think about this person and I absolutely love it. And it doesn't matter if it's 6 p.m. or 2 a.m. I will text this person and be like, oh my God, our song is on. And so that's David. And the song for that is The Middle by Zed, Marin Morris, and Gray. That song just hits differently. You just want to dance to it. And there's this like in it that you have to hit every time. Like you have to do the movement when it happens. And if you don't hit it hard enough, you just have to start the song over again. So I'm going to attempt to sing the chorus, but Marin Morris has an angelic voice and she's a singer for a reason and I'm not. So I'm sorry. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be so bad. I'm no, kind of nervous. Be good. No, it, I love this song. No, yeah, but when she sings it, mm. ooh, baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'm losing my mind just a little. So why don't you just meet me in the middle? And then she hits the in the middle. <laughs> That's a good riff. Eight. Thank you. So that was my song. That was very good. It was was okay. You know what's terrible? I thought of the completely wrong song when you said that. And then you started singing. No, I actually didn't. It was a completely different song that I'll talk to you off air about. But I'm glad that you uh, sang it because then I was like, oh, yeah, that one. So it's my faves. It's my faves. So, like I said, you guys are getting a breakdown segment this week. I've been so excited. Erica's elated to hear this breakdown. We've been talking about it all week. She actually hit me twice because I told her I'm so excited. Just kidding. No domestic. Jesus. Anyways, so it took me quite a few listens to get all of this. So I'm very proud of myself. This is one of my shining moments in my career as a podcaster. So uh, first off, the song starts with a random and you don't really hear it until one of your later listens. But there's a random pew, 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 pew. Like a little... Shooting. And it's Adonis that does it, Drake's son. He says pew pew? Yep. Aww. He says pew pew pew. But it's overshadowed by J. Cole entering the track. So uh, I sporadically pick lines throughout the song. I'm going to go in order from verse to verse. And these are the ones I got. These are the meanings behind it. Sorry, I did that thing where I zoned out. Okay. What's the song called? First Person Shooter. First Person. Pew that, pew. That makes pew, sense. Pew. So okay. First Person Shooter by Drake featuring J. Cole. Got it. 
So we kick it off with J. Cole's verse and he says, first person shooter mode, we're turning your song to a funeral. Turning your son? Song. Oh, geez. I was like, Cra- that's That would have been crazy. You can't say morbid. that. Right out of the gate. Just yeah. very morbid. So Cole's using the shoot and kill gameplay as a metaphor. So like Call of Duty, he's comparing it to uh, the song itself. Okay. So first person shooter is when you have the camera aligned in a certain way where it's literally just the gun being held up. And this is made famous in those video games. That's the way I like to play yeah, those Call are the of best Duty. Ways. Yeah. Right in, zoomed in. Yeah, when I go. when I zoom out and I see my little person running, I get really upset. Yeah, because I feel like I'm not in it. And then he starts doing something crazy, and I'm like, "Come on, yeah, focus. get it back." So first person shooter. So that is obviously tied into how him and Drake are as features. So they jump on, they kill the track, and hence turn the song into a funeral. Ah. Mm-hmm. So next line we got is a lot of blank debating my numeral, not the three, not the two. I'm the UNO. Yeah, numero UNO. And then he continues that by saying, Me and Drizzy, this like the Super Bowl. Man, this n- beer. Oh, I was trying to, um, not explicit version. Yeah. So, anyways, basically from that, obviously a lot to break down from there, but everyone's always trying to put Drake, Kendrick, and J. Cole in this list. Like, where do they stand? Who's one? Who's two? Who's three? J. Cole's basically coming out and saying, I'm number one. And there's no debate. And I partially agree with him because I feel like a lot of people don't think he is, but his lyrics are absolutely insane. And you will see that further in the rest of this breakdown. Okay. So I went a little bit further and I'm kind of, I don't know. We'll see. But so Uno is number one one in in Spanish, Spanish, right? Yeah, that's the first thing I picked up on. So check this out. Do you think, and this could be a reach, but I interpreted it as... The language switch indicates that J. Cole is the number one regardless of genre as well. Okay. So not the three, not the two. I'm the UNO. I'm worldwide. I'm the best. Okay. So that's the first one. That's very smart. I don't think that's a reach. That's just like. Interpretation. I feel like not a lot of people would have thought of that. Mm -hmm. So then I, this, I tripled down on this one and I don't, I don't know. We'll see. But I hope he confirms it because then I'm a genius. But. (laughs) Uh, what do you say right before you're about to win in the game Uno? Obviously Uno. <laughs> so he says it twice here. Obviously the first to talk about, I'm not three, I'm not two, I'm number one. But then he says it again and he says numero UNO right as he's about to start his chorus. So he doubles down and says Uno. So that's what you say right before you're about to win the game. And that's what he says right before he's about to win this song, basically. But then he has to say Uno out. Oh, you're or right. He doesn't. He so you should tweet him lost. and be like, "Should have said Uno out." Or just be like, "Did you mean to say Uno out?" And yeah. see if he writes back. Insane. So <laughs> uh, then it kicks over to Drake. So I like what they do, and I mentioned this last week: the dichotomy of them going back and forth in the track. Anytime an artist does that, it's amazing. So he picks that up by saying, "Big is the Super Bowl," but the difference is, it's just two guys playing that they did in the studio playing music. Music. Um, so they're comparing what they do in the studio as to preparation of what is arguably the biggest game in sports, the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, then he says, they usually send their verses back to me and they're terrible just like a two-year-old. You know that one? Do you know why? Uh, his son was two and he was bad at speaking. <laughs> Don't talk to my man like that. What is That's that? That's his verse in the song. It sounds awful. Oh. Forget it. Forget okay. It. Anyways, uh, have you heard of the terrible twos? Yes. That's in the child development stage where they are the worst. So basically what he's saying here is when people send their verses back to him, they're garbage, like how a two-year-old would act because terrible twos. Uh, Okay, I think that's exactly what he's saying. Yes. Is that not rude? It's so disrespectful. Because now if he's like, hey, you want to be on my track? I'd be like, no, man. Like you write it yourself, stupid. Yeah, well, and... I think there's a sneak disc that kind of lies in here because he says the S word in the line prior and then speaks about how the verse is garbage. And I think that's a sneak disc to Kanye because in the last album, Scorpion, Drake sent one of his songs over to Kanye to put a verse on. And that is the song that turned into Poop Diddy Scoop, Whoop Diddy Scoop. Oh. And that song was called Lift Yourself. So I think that was kind of payback to him for he's still pissed off clearly yeah their drama is quite never interesting. ending never ending so then he says like a kid that acts bad from january to november it's just you and cole so if you're a bad kid from january all the way up till christmas what do you get for christmas cole bingo so he 
flips the word coal with J. Cole, C-O-A-L to C-O-L-D. smarty. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Ew, so you're like a proud parent, No, bro. I'm proud that I did this. So <laughs> then we get into the main J. Cole verse, which this is one of the best verses of the year, if not the 2020s, if not the 2010s, if not the 2000s. It's that good. So J. Cole says, dissecting my words and start looking too deep. I'm look, I look at the tweets and start sucking my teeth. I'm letting it rock because I love the mystique. So here. X-Men. <laughs> good try that's what i thought when i right? first heard the song but unfortunately no huh. so he says basically that he sees what everyone says on the internet and now that's prevalent more than ever because people just love to jump and speak their mind regardless of lash whatever lash ooh. why are you saying lash i don't know eyelashes i was looking at your eyes <laughs> anyways um backlash is the word i was looking uh, for okay yeah so it's interesting that he does say Twitter, though, like with tweets when that's been dead. So I kind of put that as he's been doing it for a long time because Twitter was around prior to X. So, OK, maybe something there. But there's the X X into X-Men. Mystique. X Mystique. There you go. See, Came I right did back one. Around. I got it. Um, so the next line, he does tie the social media lines together by saying, can't trust everything you saw on IG. Just know that I diss you. I'd make sure you know that I hit you like I'm on your caller ID cute basically saying there's no subliminals you're gonna see what you're gonna get with me i'm not sneak dissing anyone i'm gonna just call you out which i think is tough in the hip-hop game um cute tough but also he's like low-key sneak dissing people yeah so like how are you gonna say you're not sneak dissing people right, and then you're you like are. oh yeah like poop and scoop <laughs> well no 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 so that was drake that was talking about that line and then it switched over to j cole so oh completely different but still they're on the same song yeah exactly so then going from there, also kind of a slang term for rung or for knocked out is rung. Yeah. So he says that in there. So just think like that he's knocking you out also on the track. Also, Jay Cole. Yeah. Just kind of wordplay, you know. So he's got plenty more. I could go on for a while. I want to go on for a while, but Erica's giving me the eyes, so I'm not going to do it. So I'll just gloss over a couple cool ones. Um, I'm not going to go on, but I'm going to go on. I got to give a couple more. So, uh, love when they argue the hardest MC is it K dot. Is it Aubrey or me? We, the big, we, the big three, like we started a league, but right now I feel like Muhammad Ali is K dot Kendrick. K dot is Kendrick. Why is he so called K dot? That's his nickname. Really? Yes. So obviously they're going back to that trio line that they're the best. The big three was a basketball league started by ice cube. For kind of people that have exited the normal NBA and up and coming people. So they're talking about how they started this rap trio as the same as the big three basketball trio. And then obviously Muhammad Ali is the goat of boxing. So that's the comparison there. And then I think the coolest line in the whole song is not Russia, but apply pressure to your cranium. Cole's automatic when aiming them. Like automatic gun. Exactly. And who is currently trying to invade Ukraine? Russia? Mm-hmm. So the word, the way that he says it in the song for cranium is, you, the word before it is your, so your cranium, Ukraine. Okay. And, Prus and, and obviously Russia is before that. So that's the line there. Just comparing the two. It's pretty interesting. You think he sits down for each line and thinks about it or they I, just like I, pop up? I, no, I don't think so. I think that's he sits crazy. down for a while and does this. Oh, you don't think he just pops out? With no, no, no. I think it, there's a lot that goes into a lot of pen scratching out, rewriting, going over again, probably communicating with other artists too. I don't see why they can't collab on ideas and stuff like that. That's so, true. Um, eventually the song does have a beat switch and it goes back to Drake and he kind of just, he does his normal flex Drake stuff like that. And really the biggest takeaway from his whole verse is when he's talking about how's um, how are you guys talking about this going to be repeated? And he's one away from Michael and then ends the song by saying beat it because mm. he's one number one away from tying Michael Jackson for the most number oh, one. Didn't that news just come out? So ironically, this song was on pace to go to number one and the one with Yeet surpassed it. So it, I one day J. Cole's going to get a number one song and I will be very happy that day. I feel like he doesn't need it though, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like he's just... He's just J. Cole. Like everybody loves him. The people that love him love his love music. Him. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, you saw all the people at Dreamville. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Mm -hmm. He's got quite the, uh, wait, I don't want to say cult because that seems oh, like. Oh, not at all. Fan base. Fan, oh, yeah, that too. Why would you say cult? Yeah. J. Colt. 
Oh, that's a bad joke. Yeah, oh my god. All right, movies, take it away. Oh my god. Thank you all for joining us on this breakdown segment that could have went much longer. Yeah, the whole podcast basically. I'll put my notes for the rest of it in our weekly drop IG post. There okay. you go. Okay. I'm gonna just share it so you guys can read it. Here, okay, so please follow us on IG at the Weekly Drop Pod Pod because he really wants you to read that. I do, and I want you guys to message me and tell me good job. <laughs> I like pats on the back. Jeez. Anyway, you know who else likes pats on the back? <laughs> oh, that, me. what is? Oh, I thought you were segueing that into the next. I topic. was going to, but honestly, it didn't really make sense. But Jada, it, just to be talking, bro, like. Like me, just rambling. Yeah, Jada Pinkett Smith. She likes to chat. She likes to talk for the family. And I don't think she tells the family, the family that she's going to talk <laughs> for the family. I think they see it online. Yeah. So Jada recently did an interview with Hoda and she did like kind of like a tell all because her memoir book is coming out called Worthy. So she's just doing this thing where she's going around talking about her book and talking about everybody in her family's lives. And she ended up saying that her and Will have been separated for seven years living in different houses. So when the slap happened with Chris Rock, she was saying that you know that was six years from it and so then everybody was like oh now we're putting two and two together like wait so will slapped him for no reason like y'all weren't even together then she just recently said that apparently she thought it was a skit the whole time which i'm like no "Ah." way there's no way i feel like she's just trying to cover her tail kind of the same way she did with august alcina and that whole entanglement situation <laughs> crazy which is just like a whole nother thing but i feel like that's her saying like so okay back up when the august alcina thing happened she was like no but we have an open relationship so we just got into like an entanglement and this so she again was covering her yeah. booty and so now obviously they weren't in an open relationship they were separated now when she says this stuff about chris rock and will smith she's like Oh no, but I thought it was a skit. I didn't really know anything. Kind of like I washed my hands of that situation. Will made his own decision. And I'm like, girl. That's murky water right there. It's weird. It's weird energy. And something else interesting came up. And this is the crazy part. So she ended up also spilling some more beans about some more peeps. Apparently, while they were in the beginning of their separation, some people had been saying like, oh, Will and Jada are getting divorced. Like they're not going to just be separated. They're done. So Chris Rock took it upon himself to head over to Jada and say, hey, girl, I want to take you out. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, well, I heard through the grapevine that you're getting a divorce. And she was like, no, we're working it out. So she basically turned him down. Yeah. So now he want to call her out talking about G.I. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> then he got slapped. But now I forgot it, about that. Now it makes so much sense as to why, and we don't know, but I just feel like it makes so much sense if this is true as to why he walked up there and slapped him as oh, well. Yeah. Like, okay, so you're making fun of her probably because she dubbed you, but then you also asked her out. While I was still technically with her. I wasn't with her, but I was with her. Well, they were trying to figure everything out. Right. And then they're supposed to be boys. So Ooh, it's like yeah. you broke all these different codes. All the codes. And then now you're trying to make fun of her in public. And it's just, it's getting weird. Mm-hmm. But with Jada, I just feel like aside from that whole Chris Rock situation, I just feel like she talks sometimes. And I don't know if Will's aware until it's I, on yeah, the news. I really don't. And I feel bad. And I mean, there's those images circling of him where he just looks so dead inside. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this is not the same. This ain't Fresh Prince. Yeah. He don't look so fresh right now. Mm-mm, He's like, old Prince. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I mean, it's even more shocking now because now I, I'm literally replaying when it happened. And when he screams out, keep my wife's name out your mouth. It's But then also like your pride is so hurt. That he just, that's the first thing he he went to say. Well, the thing is, and I've seen this on a lot of shows, um, a lot of people, especially because I've been watching Grey's Anatomy, and I can spoil it, obviously, because if you haven't watched it, then you're just like me. Um, but obviously, Shepard has a wife in the beginning, but they're separated. And so then she's like, I'm your wife. And he's like, ex-wife. But if you're separated, you're still together. So yeah. I do understand if they, since they have been separated this whole time, why he did say wife, because legally that is his wife. It's just weird that his reaction was like that. But then 
Now, it's not weird that we know about the whole Chris Rock thing. It's just... It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I appreciate how much she stands up for her because that's your wife, that's your family. But also, I feel like she has drug him through the mud. And then some. Yeah. And recently, before we got on here to do the podcast, she also spoke out about Tupac. And she said, well, no, she said me and Tupac have never had a sexual relationship. She said Mm -hmm. we always were just kind of like boys, best friends, that situation. Now, do I believe that? I don't know. Well, track record from what she's done would show you to not believe anything she says. But I mean, take it, take it for what it's worth, I guess. Yeah. So I just, I don't know if she's doing all of this for her memoir. Um, I don't know if she's doing it because she just likes to talk. Being in the spotlight. Or if she's doing it because maybe everything she is saying is true. It's just like, I just really hope she takes everybody else's feelings into consideration because it's like, it's not just Will Smith, which he's, his career tanked. Yes. After that whole situation. When's the last Will Smith movie that you? Yeah. I don't know. There's another one coming out soon. Like he's on his way Starting. back up, but then it's like there she is. Pew. Come out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right out of nowhere. So, and then they have a whole family to think about: Jaden Smith, uh, Willow Smith, and then they also have Will has another son as well. So it's just, I don't know. I used to like Jada Smith a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot. I mean, J Cole. He yeah. wants that Will and that Jada someone love. Someone said he needs to go back and edit the song and take that line out. Yeah, because they're like, that did not age well. No, that is terrible line. And now, now every time you hear it, you're like, ooh. That Jada and that Will love. And you're like, nah. I honestly, it's kind of funny. I turned the volume down when the <gasps> live came on one time, like a couple years ago. And now I think that's very funny. Wow. I, I'm going to do it today. <laughs> you're going to listen to that specific Just song. Just to do it. Because it's a great song outside of the one line. Yeah, so I mean... That's how I feel about the situation. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I, that's tough, man. I, I just really, I think most of all, I'm a lover boy. Mm-hmm. I just realized that. Certified. I didn't just realize it. I've Certified. known it for a while. <laughs> um, I really feel bad for Will Smith. Yeah. Like very bad. And I don't really know. He's handling this like like a champ. Mm-hmm. It's pretty It's pretty crazy to, to uphold, not a lie, but a facade uh, for seven years that everything's perfect but it's clearly far from it and i just wish nothing but the best for him i do too and at the end of the day we're not in their shoes yeah. all we see is in what's on shoes. social media or in, like entertainment tonight things like that so we see what other people are saying that other people are saying that they yeah. said or that they're saying but we don't understand the whole context so i try to keep an open mind about it i do feel like i said some type of way about some stuff she's doing but again we're not in that family or that situation so hopefully everybody's okay we can only hope fingers crossed but yeah and i hope he keeps acting and you know jada was a good actress too yeah so gi jane terrible not cool uh speaking of good actresses slash actors uh zach efron what's he been up to lately i love him i literally was just watching mike and dave need wedding dates yeah and it's so funny oh my gosh what's his what's the co-star that plays mike what's his name mike uh i always forget yeah oh adam devine because i always call him bumper yeah from uh pitch perfect Pitch perfect yeah Yeah, adam devine divine devine devine one of those yeah. He's great. He's from Workaholics too. Because it's so close to Adam Levine. Exactly why I always am like, I don't know which pronunciation it is. So Adam D. How about that. <laughs> okay. Cool. Anyways, uh, not at all where we were going with this story, but Zach Afron has a new movie coming out. Woo-woo. And you guys probably know it from the viral image of him with this He-Man haircut. And it's not even like a Will Byers haircut. It's like they had that haircut and then they cut it up like two inches straight square across his forehead it's giving my name is helga yeah oh yeah right yes yes no doubt so he is believe it or not starring in this new movie coming out called the iron claw that is going to be a true story of the von eric brothers so the von eric brothers are famous for the world of professional wrestling so they kind of they didn't invent it but they made it what it became eventually Mm -hmm. into what we know it now so this is going to take place in the 1980s. It's also going to co-star one of my favorite actors, which is Jeremy Allen White. He plays Lip Gallagher in Shameless and also stars in The Bear. He's amazing. Amazing actor. So just to kind of throw more into this movie, it's going to be uh, spearheaded by A24, which is 
an amazing production studio. Yeah, I just watched a show called Beef and that was from A24. It's on Netflix and it's so good. So not only did they do that, but Hereditary, which is I couldn't watch that. Incredibly scary. I heard it was wild. You're good to skip it. Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. I didn't watch that because I couldn't focus. Uh, We were talking about it with someone recently and Mm -hmm. they said it was hit or miss. Um, I was kind of on the fence about it. There's a couple things I like, a couple things I don't, but that's for another time. Everything... Everywhere, all at once. With Michelle, is Yeoh. one of the greatest movies ever made. I've never seen it, and that is an A twenty four original. And Erica's favorite movie of all time, which I still don't know if she's seen yet. Marcel the Shell will choose on A twenty four original movie. Go see it. Beautiful. It's not my favorite movie because I've never seen it. <laughs> I tried to watch it on the plane, but when I when I get on vehicles, whether it be well, not a bike, but whether it be a car, a train, or a plane, it is nani not time. Yeah, I go to sleep. So I tried. I turned it on and I said, "Oh, Marcel's so cute," and then I went to sleep. But I love all the Marcel the Shell videos, so I know it's probably bomb. And you were recently talking to someone about the movie, and they said they cried during. Yeah. That too. He so. finds his family. Aww. <sighs> I need to watch it. Cheese. Yeah, that'll be on our watch list very, very soon. But anyways, like I said, Zac Efron back in the movie spotlight. I feel like he he was in it very, very heavy early mm-hmm. on. Uh, High School Musical being one of the high points. 17 again, another high point. And then he kind of disappeared for a little bit. And I know he's been dealing with um, some issues. Like he had his jaw, like facial yeah. reconstruction surgery and stuff. So lots been going on in his life, but I'm glad to see him back in the spotlight. And he looks like a freaking tank. He's oh my gosh, huge. he's Jack. But so is, what is his name? Jeremy? Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, yeah. And he looks huge. huge too. And I'm like, he was not that big in the other two shows. So I need whatever regiment they're on. It's probably steroids. I love it though. Because a lot of people look at Zac Efron and then they're like... <laughs> Sorry, don't take steroids. (laughs) A lot of people look at Zac Efron and they think high school musical, 17 again, very like teeny bop, like actor. He's so good. Yeah. He is phenomenal. He's funny. He did Baywatch. I mean, oh, yeah, I forgot about Baywatch. He's athletic. He can do scenes where I'm like, uh oh, a tear is coming. And then now he's doing this movie and I feel like he's going to do it justice. Like, I I don't think it's going to be a bad movie. Yeah. And I mean, this movie, they're literally we watched the trailer for it and we were kind of captivated and it's all about tragedy and triumph so if they a24 has a track record for doing great movies i don't think they're going to stop that with this one especially with the a-listers they have in this cast and see what they do what a24 needs to stop doing if anybody from them those people are listening is stop showing the whole movie on the the trailer I felt like we watched it from start to finish and I was like, oh dang, it's still going. Yeah. And what's crazy is there's still going to be a lot in the movie, but I feel like we watched the whole movie. Well, yeah, we saw something happen. I mean, I could give it away because obviously it's, it's in, in the, the trailer. trailer. His brother dies. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you could have saved that Which, for the movie. you know, now that I'm thinking about it too, it since it is based on a true story, yeah. anyone that's familiar with those brothers knows what's going to happen. So I guess, yeah, but at the same time, like for us that we don't know and I want to kind of go in blind. Exactly. But also don't yell at me for watching the trailer because I love trailers. No, no, so. I love trailers. Like that's, they're so, I, was, I used to hate audience, trailers. The audience, don't okay. yell at me for watching trailers. <laughs> I was like trailers. screaming. I love trailers, but I just feel like lately they've been giving away more, more and more every single time. And I'm at the point where I'm like, dang, I don't even want to watch the little snippet like Netflix puts up where it starts showing it because I'm like, they just show me the whole show. Yeah. I can't do it. Nope. Mm. So sports this week, we're going to keep it nice and short, kind of piggyback off what we said last week, but MLB playoffs are continuing. They need to do something about the playoff format. And I feel like this is a topic of conversation every couple of years, but the top teams with the best record going into the playoffs this year combined one win, 12 losses so far. Oh, and wow. four of them have already been eliminated. Really? Yeah. So just like last week, where are they? On the couch, couch sitting next to the the Yankees. Yankees. So they have friends. Yeah, they all get to sit together and watch TV of good teams play baseball. um, Yeah, do you think that time off creates fatigue? Because what's happening is these top teams, they are guaranteed a bye, so they get some time off, and then they have to play. But these scrappy teams that just wiggle their way into the playoffs, they just keep playing, and then they kind of just build off that momentum. Well, don't they play like uh, scrimmage games against each other? Yeah, like stuff? in practice. So you, you do stay yes and no because playing against another team is completely different. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I see what you're getting at, and I think the smaller teams might have more of an advantage, but the bigger teams are there because they're so good. So I feel like they have like those hidden weapons where they're just gonna be really good. Yeah. So, but I do think there's a small disadvantage to not playing for a while. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, what it does do it it guarantees that they're gonna be in the playoffs around later than everyone else that just yeah. barely gets in. So I do see the advantage there, but there's just something about taking that time off that it kind of screws you over. You but, think you think if you had to play on. A team. I was gonna say the Yankees, but they're on the couch. Um, if you had to play on one of Hopefully the recliner. one of the winning teams, oh, um, and you had time off, you think that would be bad for you? I think so. Yeah, especially if you're ending the year on a hot streak, and then you immediately go away from that. Any time away from that that daily repetition of what you're used to, that throw thing off. Then I agree. So we'll see what happens with the rest of the playoffs. But I do like to pat myself on the back since you guys may or may not metaphorically do it for me i'm gonna pat myself pat pat there oh you go. did it yep. wow because last week i nailed it and i said the what to watch for series was the braves and the phillies and that has been nothing short of the greatest baseball played this entire season yeah tony was telling me tony's my co-host for the radio show that i'm on and he was telling me that he was so excited watching the game it was incredible and his husband doesn't watch baseball so he's like i didn't know who to talk to he's like <laughs> texting mark moses who works at a sister station and he's like talk to me bro like this is crazy right now and and I was like, dang, I don't even think you watched the game, right? So I only saw the highlights just because how crazy the schedule has been with everything lately, yeah. their schedule and my personal life schedule. But I remember the day after the podcast, our last episode, I had talked to you about how the game ended, their second game. Mm -hmm. And the guy basically robs a home run and then throws Bryce Harper out at first base for a double play. And the crowd went, they went nuts. <laughs> 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 And the crowd went nuts. It was crazy. <laughs> Erica's laughing because we edited out me. Where, no, we didn't. Yeah, we did. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did. I'm not editing this out at all. Anyways, so uh, my apologies for having uh, normal human problems where I can't speak. <laughs> Anyways, moral of the story is Bryce Harper got his revenge last night and hit two home runs and stared down almost every pullover ESPN's Instagram. So okay. go check it out. If not, I will find it. I'll post it on our post. But that continues to be the series to watch. I think the Phillies might close this out. I'm doubling down, calling it Phillies Ooh. are winning at home, taking care of business, moving on. I like how you, um, the, when we first started the podcast, it was like everything bad started happening when you're talking about sports. But now... The tides have changed. Okay, so let's keep it on a positive note. Yep, no one's getting hurt. Oh, oh, oh. knock on wood. Come in. Um, so <laughs> our main topic, we're gonna talk about things that give you the ick. So this is actually actually this is actually something that trended a long time ago, where people were on TikTok and Instagram talking about ask your best friend or your boyfriend or your girlfriend like what gives you the ick and you had like a list of things that you talked about and it could pertain to that certain person. Like every time they leave the door open, that gives me the ick you. Um, <laughs> I hate open doors though. That's just me. Uh, so there would be stuff like that, but there's also just icks in general that people talk about. And so do you want to explain what an ick is? Yeah. So essentially the ick is just something that turns you off. It's like a blanket term for that feeling. Now to go further, it usually originates from a past experience with someone that you did end up mm -hmm. liking and then they did something that just drove you to insanity and then you carry that with you throughout your entire existence. So uh, either someone indirectly did it or you know someone that did it and you're just put off by the situation and that is the ick. Yeah, and so a lot of people post videos now on TikTok or Instagram and they'll be like, new ick unlocked and then they'll show the video of it like one guy was swimming but his feet were like pedaling really fast underwater and it just looks so stupid <laughs> and then she was like oh no you can't swim like that i guess yeah, right yeah so my favorite which i want to talk about that if i don't know if you guys have seen this guys and gals we're an inclusive pod uh <laughs> i don't know if you people that sounds wrong that sounds weird anyways i don't know if you all humanoids have, there we go humans have seen but that video that erica just mentioned there's another page that is keeping a note like list in their iphone of everything yes, that this I've account has that. mentioned they're at like 400 now they're like oh i can't swim now i can't swim can't <laughs> breathe can't eat breakfast it's crazy so if you guys do come across it 
you're probably going to come across it now because your phone's listening when you do this mm, podcast. The government. So, yeah, that'll be cool. But uh, do you have any in particular? I'm scared because if they're about <laughs> me, you're just putting me on blast. <laughs> no, I did generic ones because I didn't want to go hard yet. But I feel like Thank in the you. future. We'll do like a. Like an ick challenge. A couple ick challenges. Yeah. Did you do ones that are at me? No. Okay. So I'm going to start. Go ahead. This one, I can name a celebrity that just pisses me off. So when people record themselves doing like the lip sync and they don't know the words, Sir LeBron. I, okay. So you took my first one really? as well. It's here in my notes. I'm going to show it to you right there. Oh my gosh. For real though. It like makes me mad. And then it's worse. Like LeBron, he tries to look cool. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because it's LeBron and that's like his thing now. But for me, it's like when the girls or the guys try to look like sexy with it. But you can tell that the I, I know the song. The lyrics are wrong. Like, what are you not doing? Close. I'm like, bro. Do, and you watched it back and then you posted it. Yeah. You That's the part down. that makes me mad is you you did it. You looked and you went, yeah, that's all right. Post. It's just, oh. Ooh. And, and the one that LeBron does, the iconic one, the pop smoke one, where he's like, in a day and a night. In a day. And he like keeps repeating it. And you're like, dude, why did you do that? It just hurts. It's like very cringy. It's yeah. icky. So that's also my first one. So cool. You want me to go so on? One out of the way. I'll go. I'll, okay, okay, go next. I'll go go next. next. Uh, chewing with your mouth open. Oh, my God. Puts me in a grave. I can't. I can't. If we would have started, well, we wouldn't have started dating. Right. If I met you and you did that, because that for me, I'm just like, yeah, or wide mouth McGee over here. <laughs> Ew. Oh, cackle. Okay, so this one, and you know who I'm talking about. Okay. We don't know this person, and we just see them all the time. Okay. When guys hunt or like flex at the gym and yes. it like causes a scene, and you're just like, we get it. Mm -hmm. You're big. Like I, I get it when you're looking at like certain muscles and you're like, okay, I just did a tricep workout and I'm looking, but these men's be posing. This one guy pushes his shoulders up and I'm just like, I see him and I get angry. Yes. I don't even know him. He might be a wonderful gentleman, but I just get so mad. Yeah. I, there was one time we were at the gym and we did a pretty extensive workout. We were there for like an hour and a half and this man did not lift up one, mm -mm. one weight, mm -mm. no weights. He was floating. <laughs> it was crazy and i don't like him because of it <laughs> and all he did was pose and there wasn't even a camera so why go why were you there could have did that at home just taking up space because they want people to see them well what pissed me off is he was hovering around the machine that mm -hmm. i needed and he stayed there the whole time so i didn't use it yikes and i it's that personal. happened 74 days ago so it's personal. i'm still mad anyways uh does this give you the ick Using a baby voice what with your signature. That? that was that me asking me you. <laughs> that gave me the All right, ick. so Erica's third one is me saying, uh, does, does this give you the ick? Oh. Cool. Anyway, so can't ask questions. That's <laughs> now on the list. Cool. Uh, using a baby voice with your significant other. So the way you would like talk to your dog, <sighs> talk to your partner. Love Theo. I think if you do it all the time. Yeah. If you're How like in public, that's what I'm saying. So if you're out at dinner and I come up as your server yeah, and I'm like, this. can I get you something? You're like, yeah, baby, what do you want? What do you think? We yeah, that would be a really good one oh for you. My oh gosh. my gosh. Yes. It would be so good. Shut up. Yeah. I would not serve your table anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't do this. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, but I, I'll do it sometimes. Like if we're at home and you say something, I'll be like, Hmm. And like, well, do no, like that's a different. Thing. That's you trolling me where I'll be like, oh yeah, my leg hurts today. And you go, mm. your leg hurts. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so different. That's you being a freaking a-hole. And that's so different. It's so funny. But anyways, no, I'm thinking about more and TMI when we're at, at the apartment and you're like tickling me and you do that stupid voice. And the voice makes me laugh more than the actual like act of tickling. What voice? You're like, in you, in you, in you, in you. And that is the baby voice I'm referring to when I say about the ick. So doing that in public or anytime, just normal talking would drive me insane. Icky ick. Yeah. Icky Vicky. Icky Vicky. You're so, so sicky. Okay. So when got... Does this give you the ick? <laughs> it kind of does. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I told you. So this one is more towards guys. I don't really think girls do this. But when guys touch their face or lick their lips when they're trying to be sexy, you'll see it in videos. You literally look like a lizard when you did that. 
I hope you know that. <laughs> he tried to lick his lips for a second to look sexy. And no, I wanted to look sexy. My, ha- my handsome boyfriend looked like a lizard. But I just, yeah, I've seen so many videos before, especially like the guys that have a lot of followers on TikTok where they obviously are hot and that's why they have a ton of <gasps> followers because they do nothing. And yeah, it's just them like, biting their lip and looking into the camera and like putting their hands together. Yeah. And for me, I, I remember I unfollowed this guy. Cause I was like, Ugh. he just, he looks like he's moisturizing. His what hands. are you doing? Are you trying to figure out what bodily functions and movements you're supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Like it's too much. Wow. That made me mad. I thought it was going to make you like happy that you like got all that out. No, I just like thought about it again and I want to delete TikTok. Yeah. Oh. I won't. It's aggressive. But, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that concludes session oh you're done yeah because you stole my third one. Oh shoot okay Dang. So basically the ick is just lebron posting singing <laughs> memes so no i think it's other people too yeah but lebron yeah as well you know what i do have an ick oh i do have one to finish if you're a pedestrian look both ways before walking anywhere and that's that's a psa that should have been your first one it really should have guys i drive everywhere and People are trying to hit my car. I'm convinced at oh, this like point. Oh, like throw themselves in front of it. Like World War Z type mummy mm-hmm. style. It's not okay. And he's not lying because I'm 99% of the time in the car with him. And although you do get kind of angry sometimes oh, when I it's get, not their it's, fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dang, they were supposed to walk. But there's times where I'm like, nah, that person was trying to play with their life. Yeah. Like they did not care. Well, you know what kind of gives me the ick also? Oh, we're going for yeah, it. Yeah, because now you got me on a freaking roll. But when I get mad, and I'm wrong. Yes. That gives me yes. myself the ick. I and like calling I, that's you That's the last that. example I'm going to do before our later episode where we do personal ones. But great example because I just thought about it. We were in Miami and I went to make a turn and there was a pedestrian there and they kind of just like got mad at me. And I was like, well, move. Like I yeah. got really mad. But meanwhile, I took a look to the left and the walking sign was there. And I was like, oh, they're I'm, doing exactly what they're supposed I to do. I am the bad guy here. I mean, so. self-reflection. That's good. Yeah, growth. I appreciate that. So got to get better every day. You. Yeah. All right. So we're going into our game segment. Quit playing games. Today, we're going to do fact or cap. Yeah, fact or cap. And do you want to explain how that goes? Yeah, so Eric and I are going to be reading statements to each other. And we are going to have to guess if it's a fact or if that's a cap. And are they statements related to us or just in general? General. Okay. Sir General. Sir uh, General. And while Erica is pulling up her list, cap is the slang term basically saying you're lying. Okay. And that's for the people that don't know. Yeah, so there's two phrases. People say cap, which is like you're lying, you're capping. Or no cap is a lot of people say that too, which means they'll be like, oh no, like I was doing 120 on the freeway, no cap, which means like I'm not lying, I'm not lying, which most of the time they're lying. And I've heard people even go further into that wormhole and call people Colin Kaepernick because his cap (laughs) and his last name. That's so stupid. Isn't that ridiculous? (laughs) And when I say I heard people, it's me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. All right, so go ahead. All righty. So the closest living relative to the T-Rex are crocodiles factor cap cap you're right yeah cap so it's chickens and ostriches okay chickens and ostriches to the t-rex the big old is that why they have little hands yeah huh well no because the chicken came after oh shoot well what came first the chicken or the egg Ooh, we could go all day so avocados are a vegetable not a fruit cap right and I only know that because Sprouts gave us a freaking oh, lesson. Oh, they did. That's the only reason I know that. <laughs> okay. The unicorn is the national animal of Scotland. Unicorn? Mm-hmm. Your face is making me think it's like... Yeah, like- I need to read this behind the screen so you can't see me. I'm so embarrassed. Fact? It is a fact. That really? is the national animal of Scotland. Yes. Okay. So... It's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland. Cap. It's a fact. No. It's considered animal abuse because they're social beings and they get lonely. So if you live in Switzerland, you better have two at at least guinea pigs. Wow. That's crazy. And I love that rule though, because then they can have friends. (laughs) Oh, 
your pet needs a, a pet, right? Yeah. Or your pet needs a friend. That's why we have two. Theo and Oak. It's beautiful. What I have for factor cap is the pupil of a goat is diagonal. No, that's a... F- mm. That's a fact. That is a fact. Okay, because I remember they look weird. Yeah, they have slanted eyes, and it's because they're diagonal, which is slanted. Wow. <laughs> lessons. <laughs> lessons. Just being handed lessons out left and right. Learned. I'm like the Oprah of lessons. Oh, not Opes. You okay. get a lesson. You get a lesson. Hmm. Wait, I don't have another one. Hold on. That's fine. While you're doing that, I have an honorable mention one that I can just tell you what it is. But since I'm handing out lessons today, but did you guys know that M and M stands for Mars and Moresdale? Are they the people that created it? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So, all right, I have my last one. Let's hear it. The last letter added to the English alphabet was M. Cap. What was it? What do you think it was? X. No, it was J. Why? The horrific J. Um, it says the letter dates back to 1524. And before that, the letter I was used for both the I and J sounds. That's why like Jaime. I was about to say, I'm so stupid, bro. Say? I was going to say, how do you say juice? Use? Use? <laughs> Can you pass me the use? I'm yumping. That's jumping. That's jumping. <laughs> oh, brother. I was like, where are you going with that one, sir? And now, what's some other J word? <laughs> Yumping. <laughs> I'm filled with so much eoy. Eoy. Well, now you sound like you're speaking a different language. Yeah. Uh, this is my friend, Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> now you're definitely speaking a different language. Okay, I want to do another one. Uh, I don't need to justify it. I, I am going to start saying it like that E-estify? that sounds so much cooler it sounds fancy yesify yeah all right that is it for episode seven <laughs> entangled <laughs> we did it yeah thank you so much for listening you can follow us on instagram at the weekly drop pod that's p-o-d follow us on facebook at the weekly drop we're gonna try to be more like active on there and we're really excited to we're excited to hit 10 episodes that's gonna be crazy golden number what are we gonna do after that party 11 11 the 11th episode Yeah. yeah okay well thank you love you bye bye